Hi there, welcome to another episode of Around the Table with Powerful Women. I'm Christy Daniels. I'm Wendy Love Edge. And I'm Joy Caffrey. And today we have a guest, a special guest, Ziva Kirk, soon to be Ziva Criswell. All right. So I'm going to read a little bit um, about Z's background. Um, so Ziva Kirk is a lifelong seeker on a journey back home to herself. She's made the study of self-love her life purpose. Learning to love herself to wholeness while empowering women to love themselves while being guided on their own path to healing. She began with a psychology degree and then spent the next two decades pursuing a variety of studies, including counseling certifications, hypnotherapy, dance based movement practices. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we've, we've all danced with the yes. um, Organic foods and natural health supplements. And most recently, a cannabis health coach certification. Yay. Yes. So Ziva is on a mission to help women find the answers to their most pressing questions about health happiness and love through movement nutritional supplements cannabis education and community so thank you so much for being with us thank, thank you so much thank you thank you for having me i'm really excited yeah so um tell us uh, a little bit about um what brought you to self-love well, it's something near and dear to my heart because as many of us um, through childhood, we don't get all of our needs met emotionally, mentally, mm -hmm. physically, one way or another. And so we're always seeking for something. Mm -hmm. At a very early age, I remember feeling unworthy, um, not valued. Mm -hmm. And so I would strive very, very hard to be the good girl, to mm -hmm. please everyone. And mm -hmm. as most women, especially in the Western world, really all over the world, um, we're socialized that way. Size of understanding. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so that was the early. And then um, my very first inclination that maybe something wasn't right with that mindset was when um, I went to college for psychology. And so I started learning different ways of thinking and behavioral um, psychology and cognitive psychology. And so that, of course, as college always does, opens up your mind. And then my first job out of college was actually um, in child protective services. So that's when I learned that my childhood was not necessarily normal like I thought it was and so that was a big catalyst for me um, for healing when I realized that um, you know child abuse is so prevalent um, and it can be emotional not just mental or, or not just physical so that started um, me down the path and then just being a lifelong learner um, I got my psychology degree I wanted to go to grad school but I had three young children at the time I needed to work mm -hmm. so as things go life doesn't turn out the way you plan but I'm happy now that I didn't go on to grad school and go on to get a PhD and be in academia like I thought I was going to be because I got to do something even more fun and pursue alternatives to traditional training. Mm -hmm. So uh, the whole time with self-love, the very the biggest thing that really brought it home to me, I was very body conscious, self-conscious. Um, I wasn't very aware of my body even after having uh, children. I wasn't real in tune with my body, but a friend of mine performed belly dance, and I saw her belly dance at this event, and I was just enchanted. The music, mm -hmm. just I, everything about it, and I was so shy, and I was scared to even ask, but I finally got up the courage to ask her to teach me, and I went to my first class, and it was nerve-wracking, and it was hard, but I left feeling so elated, mm -hmm. and I just absolutely loved it, and so I was obsessed after that, and belly dance brought me out of my shell 
show and it mm-hmm. introduced me to my body. I became aware of my hips and how I can move my body and how good it feels to be in your body mm-hmm. instead of stuck in your head. So uh, belly dance career of a couple of decades was one of the biggest catalysts catalysts for my um, self-love, own self-love journey. Mm -hmm. And it's why I teach movement so much to women. Getting comfortable in your own skin and with your own body and Mm -hmm. allowing for movement. And accepting pleasure. Pleasure Mm -hmm. as a birthright Mm -hmm. for women Mm -hmm. is not emphasized as it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's nothing wrong with being um, in beautiful clothes or things that make you feel sensual or Mm -hmm. enjoying that pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's such an important thing for women and men for everyone, but women especially, um, we get shamed sometimes when we want to dress that way. So belly dance was the biggest thing, and that led me on a journey. Got a bunch of different movement certifications. I learned a little bit of yoga. I learned a wonderful dance practice called Koya, mm-hmm. which is solely, it's a guided, it's not so much taught like traditional dance classes. It's a guided experience. We start with oracle cards to help you um, get out of your head and into your intuition and get your voice in the room. Um, there's meditation, there's some yoga, and then there's free dance all the way through it, including a shadow dance where you just let whatever emotions are coming up be without any censorship Mm -hmm. and then we shake it off and then we celebrate whatever the theme Mm -hmm. is for that class and that movement it's helping women to get out of their head and into their bodies and actually recognize where emotions can get stuck in your body Mm -hmm. and so that led me to embodiment and practicing embodiment practices which are very sensual like dance and movement but also enjoying bubble baths and you know, good food and just the five different senses. So exploring all that. So I've developed some workshops um, and teachings around becoming embodied through movement and indulging in the five senses. And every step along the way, I've learned more about Mm self-love. And self-love isn't just eating a box of chocolates while you're sitting in the bathtub, which is amazing. Everybody should do that in the bathtub. (laughs) I mean, it's a bubble bath. It's wonderful. But it's also getting the exercise that you need to feel good. It's like eating the foods Mm -hmm. that your body needs, taking the supplements, drinking the water, um, doing the work that needs to be done, and even parenting yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's a lot of the work that I did. I think that's an important part, too, because people can understand self-care. Oh, I need to go to bed early. Mm -hmm. I need to drink my water. Mm -hmm. But a lot of my clients too will when we open up the topic of self-love they're like but I don't know how to do that you mm-hmm. know, other than the drink more water any more right. food so I like mm-hmm. that you're saying the parenting and um, or even ahead. you know the um, the the practices of exercise and caring for your body some people look at that as as not um, a, a loving thing they look at it as well I have to do this this is work this is even a punishment for eating something they shouldn't have eaten oh, yeah. Oh, yeah when really it's it's all about self-love and self-care mm-hmm. and the more that you can kind of flip that narrative in your head the easier it is I think to, to do those things yeah. mm-hmm. and I also love the thread of pleasure Yes. Through all of this, because you know mm-hmm. it's it's um, there's a um, there's a, a new book. And I'm probably going to say this almost every episode. <laughs> it's a new yeah. book called Patriarchy Stress Disorder. Please get yes. the book. It's yeah. amazing. Um, and um, you know she's talking in there a little bit about pleasure and about how um, it's it's almost as if we have we're not um, acclimated mm-hmm. to receiving mm-hmm. self self pleasure pleasure from all different outlets it's it's you know we're our, our nervous system yeah we can survive we can push mm-hmm. through we can force it you know we mm-hmm. can do these things but 
than to go to this place where we're feeling pleasure and we're indulging and we're enjoying and there's mm -hmm. everything right mm -hmm. with feeling good in our bodies, everything right with mm -hmm. all of this. It can be a challenge. Mm -hmm. a challenge and a lot of us grew up it. with that puritanic value, yeah. right, where you, you diminish that pleasure mm -hmm. right, and, and do just the rudimentary. Mm -hmm. yeah. and so it's reteaching ourselves. Yeah, because right? it circles back around right. to feeling unworthy. Like, mm -hmm. yes, do I deserve to feel this good? Do I deserve yes. to have this attention mm -hmm. from someone else that brings me so much pleasure? Mm -hmm. Do I deserve? Do I deserve? And so, and that's been. I tell you, it's a daily practice. So mm -hmm. it's not, oh, I've achieved this and it's done. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lifelong practice because yeah. sometimes you know something will happen and um, an old pattern will resurface that you have mm -hmm. to deal with again. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like growing your muscles, your ability to mm -hmm. tolerate feeling good. Mm -hmm. And then to expand into that, oh, that's the new normal, right. let me stretch it even more. And yes. it's not Absolutely. indulgent or yeah. selfish. It's a, it's, it's a, it's right. a positive thing in your mm -hmm. life to feel mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's a big one, is feeling selfish about it. Because mm -hmm. that was me and my mother was a martyr. Mm -hmm. And so I learned that pattern. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to be the best wife and the best mother and keep the perfect, you know, try to mm -hmm. do it all and do it all. And please, please take care of everybody else to the extent of not taking care of myself mm -hmm. and to even feeling guilty about doing anything to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. So that was a big thing is learn that self-love and mm -hmm. pleasure and taking care of ourselves in those ways is not selfish. And if you, because mm -hmm. if you love yourself and you fill your own cup, then that will overflow and they'll spread to everyone around mm -hmm. you. You can be a better mother, a better lover, a better friend, a better partner, a better mm -hmm. person in the world if you fully yeah. love and accept yourself. Yeah. The way that I, I like to distinguish from my clients between selfish and self-love and self-care mm -hmm. is selfish is at the detriment to someone else. Like yes. someone directly gets harmed by mm -hmm. you doing something egotistical that fed you, right? And self-care and self-love, like you said, puts out a ripple effect as we feel full and um, enjoying life, we're so able to express that vitality in someone mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. And it's so powerful mm -hmm. with other women to model that because that gives mm -hmm. other women permission mm -hmm. to do that themselves. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. she can do that. Oh, okay, yeah, it mm -hmm. is okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm um, uh, seeing this difference right now uh, between how so much of society trains us to kind of almost be anemic, like you're to more be, to be what? anemic, oh, like okay. you know, it's almost like if the 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 tinier you are, the skinnier you are, the yeah. less mm -hmm. space you take yeah. up, the more value, the the quieter your voice, the more valuable, and, yeah. you know, like all these things. When um, in all actuality, like being in the fullness of who we are, mm -hmm. being you know that mm -hmm. feels amazingly different right mm -hmm. and, and, and giving ourselves permission to take up that space and that's what I know I experienced in in the Koya classes that yes, I do permission right. to take the up permission, that space. yeah, yeah the body workshops space. and things like that it's it's um you know being able to reclaim those parts of ourselves um and be fully in ourselves um which is like i like to to switch selfish into the word selfful selfful yeah to be you know mm -hmm. to be able to just fully just have that cup full you mm -hmm. know and just and as i want to um, add that as sisters to each other I want to extend that. I want you to feel selfful, mm -hmm. and I want you to mm -hmm. feel selfful. So can we make space for each other to take up more and more room? Yes. Right? Can we get used to, like we're also used to being 
less than, smaller than, right? Yeah. With a lot of whatever is taking up the space, can we now say, I'm going to take up more space, and I'm going to bump into you taking up more space, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. okay. And that's okay. And that's okay. I'm not trying to take your space. Right. Yeah. That we can share. Just remember, yeah. we can share, right? Yeah. It's... Yeah, definitely. That, a metaphor of a candle lights another candle, and it doesn't take mm -hmm. away from the original candle's light. It just brings right. more light yeah, and illuminates you. more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely it. Mm -hmm. So you've kind of switched gears a little bit with your career. Yes. I'd love to learn more because I'm a cannabis activist myself. I know. It's wonderful. <laughs> and, and I really appreciate everything that you've been doing. Oh, so, thank and you. I'm, ready I'm so to get excited to hear about this. Excellent. So you are now a cannabis coach. That's something yes. that you've been working on. Yes. What is that exactly? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was my question when I first heard about it because I was like, what? Mm -hmm. I never even heard of this. What is a cannabis coach? So everyone's heard of life coaches and health and wellness coaches. So a cannabis coach is very similar with a primary goal of educating and guiding clients through the use of cannabis for, which means THC and CBD, um, to address whatever symptoms that, that they are experiencing or to get them from point A to point B to where they want to go, along with movement for like yoga and dance, nutrition, supplements. So it's a more holistic program mm -hmm. because um, cannabis is not a cure-all necessarily, but it is so good for so many things. Mm -hmm. And and the reason why it's so good for so many things, and uh, pardon me while I geek out because I'm really excited about it. I just, the more I learn, the more excited I am. Mm -hmm. My favorite classes in college were uh, science classes. So <laughs> the more I dive into it, the more I'm like, yes, this is the way I want to go. Mm -hmm. And so, it's great that you're yes. putting that out. It, there is a mm -hmm. science to it. Yes. It's not just a bunch of stoners sitting around. No. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm okay. Yeah. to like PubMed or um, anywhere there is so much research doing now sadly not enough in the US because mm -hmm. of the laws but there is so much research doing right now on CBD and THC and other cannabinoids on the efficacy of it for a wide range of things mm -hmm. so the reason why um, cannabis which is hemp marijuana CBD THC the reason why it's so effective for so seemingly so many different ailments is because we have um, a system in our body that it communicates, intercellular communication system in our body. It's found in our brain, our spinal cord, our immune cells, um, our glands, our skin, everywhere. It's called the endocannabinoid system. Mm -hmm. And it was named after that because we have endo, we have endogenous cannabinoids that our body makes. Anandamide and 2-AG are the two most um, studied ones. And anandamide, mm -hmm. you may have heard of before, it's called the bliss molecule because it mm -hmm. helps you to feel happy, but it also helps you with sleep, with mood, with appetite. It actually helps you forget which uh, a lot of people are like well why well if you had trauma or traumatic experience you would want to forget that so anandamide is one and 2-AG actually helps with inflammation which helps all of that together helps to bring your body back in balance that's the chief um, reason why you have endocannabinoid system the largest receptor system in your body is to help your body maintain homeostasis so when that body newest research is showing that um, a deficiency in endocannabinoids is actually the root cause of various things like fibromyalgia mm -hmm. um, sleep disorders migraines and so on and so forth mm -hmm. chronic pain so when you have a deficiency in endocannabinoids 
there's different ways that you can boost your endocannabinoid system with supplements and believe it or not exercise moderate exercise um, it used to be believed that endorphins was the runner's high but they're actually believing now it's your endocannabinoids levels are boosted mm -hmm. with moderate exercise so supplementation omega-3s have a direct but also you can take phytocannabinoids which are found in the cannabis plant and that's mm -hmm. THC CBD CBG CBN there's a whole bunch there's over 100 cannabinoids <laughs> in <laughs> in the plant so but so all this research is coming out so in um, prohibition states where you're not able to get marijuana or can cannabis legally there is CBD products available and CBD is very helpful but in states where it's medically or recreationally or both legal cannabis coaches are helping everyone all across the US but cannabis coaches um, and my focus especially is women um, and the largest segment of the population starting to use cannabis for health issues are seniors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And seniors may not be comfortable going into dispensaries and may not understand all the new ways that they can consume uh, cannabinoids. And so getting that guidance um, mm -hmm. and getting the stigma removed from that is what a cannabis coach yeah, does. There has to be a lot of education and removal. Yes, <laughs> education right. and guidance. so much stigma. Mm -hmm. So I was going to ask you to kind of bridge that because you've been uh, for women's health and rights mm -hmm. for a long time mm -hmm. and working that with is, women. Mm -hmm. um, so how will you use this specifically with women, the knowledge that you have and the assistance for Thank coaching. you for asking. Yes, yeah, so my ideal client, um, so I will be focused on women midlife, like 35 or older even, that may be experiencing issues because of hormone things, either mm -hmm. um, their periods are not regular or they're going into perimenopause or menopause, and mm -hmm. there's so many symptoms that come along with that. Um, that cannabinoids can assist with. Mm -hmm. And so dealing with that, that's first. And also sexual health. Mm -hmm. um, cannabis is great for sexual health. As women age, maybe our libido drops, maybe we experience dryness, maybe, you know, there's all these different things. Mm -hmm. Experience with sleep disruption, we have hot flashes, we have just all different things that come along with mm -hmm. the aging process. And cannabis can be used internally, topically, can be used a lot of different ways. And that's mm -hmm. something else that I'm getting trained in is how to teach my clients how to make their own salves, how to make their own edibles, mm -hmm. if they don't want to smoke it, all the different ways, so education mm -hmm. on how to use it. And mm -hmm. the number one goal of a cannabis coach is to assist our clients in using cannabis effectively. Mm -hmm. So not just saying, oh yeah, you got to go buy this, but helping them figure out what they need and what works for them and guiding mm -hmm. them in the process and holding them in accountability. As we all know, it's easy to get a lot of information and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. But if nobody's there to be like, hey, how are you doing this week? Mm -hmm. Have you made, have you gotten this done? How can I help you? You know, you don't mm -hmm. have the accountability partner. Mm -hmm. It's not very often that we necessarily follow through. So mm -hmm. as you know, coaching is mm -hmm. a very valuable tool with that. And I can imagine somebody having uh, no experience and then coming to you and all the questions that would mm -hmm. come, right? And, oh, yeah. You know, presented with all these different options and how to find their own mm -hmm. way through that. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody like you hold their hand. And yeah, I like that it's so individualized. Yes, it is. It's very much tailored to mm -hmm. the client. Um, and it depends. If they know already a whole lot about it, I won't go into the deep science. If they want more information, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll find the research. So being a cannabis resource, not necessarily an authority or the guide, but a being a resource mm -hmm. for my community is a goal um, and for my clients for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking when you were talking about the movement classes too, mm-hmm. like someone who may have a lot of inhibitions, if they are a cannabis patient, they could it could be used as a tool to yes. get with that. Yes, ganja yoga is yeah. really big on the West Coast right now. Mm-hmm. So tell me what it is. Ganja yoga is okay. what it's called. It was it was developed ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Denise, I'm trying to remember her last name. I was just reading about her, but she actually opened that up and people practice. They come and they partake and they do yoga and it's a nice restorative you know, yin type yoga, but it enables them to relax and to get through the moves and be more focused and more mm-hmm. in their body, which is what I'm all about, the embodiment. Mm-hmm. Cannabis can really help you focus in the now moment and of mm-hmm. course release the stress and just can help your yoga or movement practice, your meditation practice, just anything right. or much better. Right. So. I, could, I could see that as somebody mm-hmm. who um, so people don't think of cannabis as something that can bring you into the moment and focus. Right. right. I think of it as taking me out right. of my body, not yeah. Yeah. me in my body. So, so. You, that's an important point. Yeah. You yes. Made, and if you want to speak to that a little bit. Yes. Okay. And of course, um, there are all different types of cannabis and different ways to take it. And you'll have different effects depending on how you take it. Even CBD. You can use CBD, which is a cannabinoid and is a very important one for inflammation and pain. You can use that topically. You can take it internally. And it does help with a wide range of of ailments as well. So there's CBD and CBD actually works better as a full spectrum or broad spectrum product where you have a little bit of THC in it. Mm -hmm. And legally you can sell CBD products that have up to 0.3% THC in them and other cannabinoids. And so the full spectrum product will just really help your body um, much better than an isolate. So educating the client, client on that, but also THC helping you to get more in your body depending on the strain. You know, if you go into a dispensary and you've never been a dispensary before you don't know anything about strains or THC or terpenes terpenes is one of the biggest things mm-hmm. right now is going on there's not a lot known about it in the dispensaries around here some of the bud tenders have gotten some training on terpenes but the flower isn't graded with terpenes mm-hmm. so you have to really ask a lot so terpenes are um, these volatile substances or oils that make lavender smell so good or pine mm-hmm. smell so good or citrus mm-hmm. and so there's these eight main terpenes that they've identified there's really a lot more than that but these terpenes actually have an effect on your body as well as the THC and CBD it's called the entourage effect with all of the plant compounds so there's terpenes and flavonoids as well as the cannabinoids and so the newest research is showing that depending on if you want to get energized and feel happy or if you need help sleeping or you just want help with pain the terpenes play a role Mm-hmm. So learning about that, but that also affects whether you have more of a head high or if it's more cerebral or if you have more of a body high where you're more in your body or relaxed if you're taking THC. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's just so much info. And if someone is new to it, they really, that's where the cannabis coach comes in to really like help guide them. Okay helping them empower uh, empowering them to learn what to ask for and what to look for according to what their needs are mm-hmm. so so yeah so this can be super complex i'm just yes. curious right now. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know the yeah. different acronyms <laughs> uh-huh. right. um so what would someone need to know want to know what would you recommend they find out or understand before they go to a cannabis coach or well, anything, they wouldn't really have to know anything because that's the point of a cannabis coach is to just to talk with them and find out what they're needing. So whatever issue that they're having, whatever problem that they want to be addressed at, through the coaching process, whether it's uh, they need more sleep, they have pain, they're stressed out, they're depressed, 
whatever it is, they're having hormone issues, then the coach will do an intake. I would do an intake and speak with them and educate them, but tailor it to what they need to hear and find out what um, what products, how they want to use it. And we would just get started with the whole process. So we'd learn and grow together. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It's really, it's just, uh, even if you don't know anything about it at all, mm-hmm. I can help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it that um, you're combining it with some of all these other skills and experience that you have. Yes. Um, and then there will be people that, that maybe aren't interested in cannabis. Maybe you can educate them and they're still saying, mm, that's not really for me, but you have all these other mm-hmm. things right. that you True. can tap into. Right. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, and I did work at a natural food store for seven years in the wellness department and I received so much training on supplements. They were excellent about supplemental mm-hmm. training. Um, and the companies themselves would come mm. out and that's where I got my first training about CBD and the endocannabinoid mm. system and where it really started getting me interested and I started u- using CBD years ago when we first got it mm-hmm. um, and so that started me on the path but just the training that I've had for the natural health supplements and diet and all it, mm-hmm. it, it all combines with the movement too for sure mm-hmm. It's very exciting. <laughs> I love your target audience to being women sort of in the middle of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think for many women, that's when they really start to question a lot of things and understand their body a little bit more. But maybe they just aren't sure what direction to go in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's something you experience with women that come to see you. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And uh, really the number one um, client for life coaches are women and women in midlife especially um, because mm-hmm. we do. And then something about just getting that permission to learn and grow in a new direction. Maybe you spent mm-hmm. the whole first half of your life raising a family and mm-hmm. devoting yourself to a career or whatever. And then there's a change and you have this opportunity mm-hmm. to have the second half of your life maybe be completely different. Mm-hmm. You know? so. It's a wonderful time. Yeah, one of the things that, that um, I'm noticing is, and, and I'm, I'm guessing in here that would be really beautiful for women, is that, you know, there's so many changes we go through. I mean, we birth new beings yeah. <laughs> through our bodies. Yeah, yes. There's all of these, you know, and um, for someone who might be trying to deal with it themselves and, you know, these changes that are showing up and thinking it's something wrong with them and being able to um, get relief in so many different areas you know, I, I, I could see how that would be really beautiful and life altering for someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just having the opportunity to speak to another woman that maybe has gone through something similar mm-hmm. or just to have your voice heard mm-hmm. and validated mm-hmm. that your whole experience, you know, a lot of women feel like they're crazy or they're going crazy mm-hmm. because they, you know, they don't really want to talk about these subjects with, they don't feel safe talking about it mm-hmm. necessarily with a doctor. Yeah. Right. yeah. So having mm-hmm. someone that they can just totally, you know, know judgment and just be accepted and talk about it and then be like oh because that's happened so many times even in my Koya classes women you know because we have community and women start talking and mm-hmm. one woman will be brave and share her experience and another woman across the room will be like I'm so glad yeah, you said exactly. that because I felt that yeah. too we speak and, for each other right yes, in that way and we yes. need each other to speak right mm-hmm. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so you're about mm-hmm. to go through a life change yourself yes you mentioned <laughs> at the beginning that yes. your name is going to change yes I'm getting married I I didn't think I would get married again. I planned on being single. I've been divorced for five years now. Yes, five years. And um, planned on just living the single life and building a career and business. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the universe was like, wait, wait, wait. I can't. <laughs> 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 so I actually.
actually at one of my first workshops, um, art and movement workshops, where I offered Koya and art, um, the love of my life walked in and mm -hmm. I had no idea. And so we were friends first for a couple of months. And then we realized, oh, that constantly texting each other and wanting to hang out and everything, it was a little more. I was like, oh, I remember that feeling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, so we started dating and got engaged last year and we're getting married April 4th. So Thank you. And the universe couldn't have brought me a better partner, someone who challenges me and supports me and um, mm -hmm. just really, and we couldn't be more different sometimes, as she always says, contrast is beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, our opposites have, have combined in, a, in wonderful ways. So. That's nice, too. I, um, I was thinking, you know, for people who are listening or watching, you know, I think sometimes when you meet someone who's empowered and educated and, and you see that they're stepping into something like this, a marriage, you know, mm -hmm. what does that mean for that empowerment? You know, how, yeah. what, what are things they can look for so that they don't lose what they've gained? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been an interesting journey, actually. And as amazing as it is, and of course, on social media, everything looks perfect oh, yeah. and right. rosy and wonderful, <laughs> amazing, which it is. Um, but there's also, I mean, relationships take work mm -hmm. and, and yeah. the number one thing, which, oh, thank God if I have it now, is someone willing to communicate, you know, mm -hmm. so the number one thing is being able to communicate mm -hmm. and um, trust that you'll be heard. And even if it's hard or even if you get mad at each other, you know, coming back together and having that, mm -hmm. that devotion to each other that we're together through this and we're going to work um, on it. We actually are going um, to... Um, counseling, premarital counseling, just to, we were like, okay, we just want to make sure that we can talk I and we talk about... I think relationships need supervision of some kind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And our therapist is amazing. I mean, and yeah. we actually see her separately, and mm -hmm. when I was in there last week, she was like, called me on my stuff, and like, within five minutes, and I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I needed to hear, but, I don't, you know, it's uncomfortable, but thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, well, it's yes. been really delightful yeah. like, getting to know you a little thank bit. You. Learning about thank you. Thank you so much this. for having me. Excited! I could talk for hours. So, yeah, do you yeah. have any last words, any last ideas, or something you want somebody watching this to know? Yeah, just uh, reach out. Uh, reach out to a friend if you need to talk to someone. Um, you're worth it. You know, oh, yeah. reach out, speak with someone. If you're curious about CBD, THC, cannabis, that whole thing, because it is medical, is legal in Arkansas right now. I actually have a medical card. Um, so there are people that can help you. And so just reach out and mm -hmm. it's okay. You are definitely worth it. Mm -hmm. Where can people find you? Well, I'm on Facebook currently, and then I'm working on getting my website set up for my new cannabis coaching business. So we'll have that added when this yeah, gets published. Yeah, so by the time this is edited, yeah. we'll have that in the show notes. Wonderful. Yes. Yep. yes. Right now on Facebook, you can look up Z Z E E Kirk K I R K, and that's my Facebook page. Thank you. So, yeah. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much for hey, being welcome. Here. Mm -hmm. Thank All you. Right, for here's to it. Edgy, edgy, soulful, and joyful life. life. Thank you for joining us.